I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, January 15th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, an online auction selling props from the hit HBO show Succession, brought in a grand total of $627,000 for everything from fake credit cards to Burberry handbags. Some of the wilder purchases included in the auction include the pink note cards that the character Roman Roy read at his fictional father's funeral. Those went for $25,000. They also had a bag of fake sausages from the infamous bore on the floor incident. Those were $5,000. And the ludicrously capacious bag toted by Cousin Greg's date at $18,750. But possibly the most ridiculous item sold was a set of vials containing fake cocaine from the set, a prop that somebody decided was worth $2,000. I can't imagine who bought that, but what a fun auction. And it makes me sad to think that succession is done for good. Anyways, Peak Pals, we've got a great episode for you today to distract you from the end of succession, which happened about a year ago, I think. For our first story, Feds considering cap on international students. For our second story, Olympic beer sponsors bet on big non-alcoholic trend. And for our last story, our big picture. For our first story, the federal government will look at capping the number of international students admitted to Canada in the coming months. Immigration Mark Miller told reporters saying the system has gotten out of control. Now, we'll start with why this matters. The number of people coming to study in Canada from abroad has surged, climbing to around 900,000 last year and worsened a housing shortage that's driven rents up by 22% over the past two years. Miller said that a cap on international students would need to be negotiated with the provinces, which are responsible for regulating colleges and universities. Now, to catch you up, while the federal government has stuck to a target of adding 500,000 new permanent residents to Canada every year, it has no target at all when it comes to non-permanent residents, the vast majority of whom are temporary workers or international students. That's led to an explosion in the growth of non-permanent residents in Canada in just the past few years. According to data compiled by economist Mike Moffat, Canada added just over 50,000 non-permanent residents in the first nine months of the average year between the years 1999 and 2016. In the first nine months of 2023, it added 654,000 non-permanent residents. This is all happening because international students are now a key source of cash for colleges and universities, which can charge students from abroad significantly higher fees than they can their Canadian peers. It's happening now as provincial governments have frozen domestic tuition and cut funding for post-secondary institutions, they've become dependent on international students to make up the shortfall. In Ontario, where most international students study around three-quarters of tuition collected by public colleges comes from international students and fees paid by students from India alone are now greater than funding from the province. To zoom out, capping permits is the federal government's strongest tool to control the rapid growth of non-permanent residents, but provincial governments will also need to act to shore up the finances of colleges and universities if revenue from international students dry up. For our second story, the world's biggest brewer is hoping that their new sponsorship deal will capture sports fans who may be considering extending their dry Januaries. Here's what we're talking about. So Budweiser brewer Anheuser-Busch InBev has signed a deal with the International Olympic Committee to become the first ever global beer sponsor for the next three Olympic Games, a platform the company will use to pump the tires of non-alcoholic beer. 
AB InBev will make its non-alcoholic Corona Zero the official beer of the Summer Ale Games in Paris this summer, which fittingly will mostly be booze-free. For Milan in 2026, and for what's seen as the prize of the deal, the Los Angeles Games in 2028. While the value of the pact wasn't disclosed, IOC sponsors have reportedly paid upwards of $300 million for just a four-year commercial cycle in the past. This all matters because sales of a non-alcoholic beer and wine and spirits are already growing faster than their boozy counterparts. And the fact that a long-term global beer sponsorship deal of this value is being used to promote a non-alcoholic product speaks to the industry's belief that this is just the beginning of what could be a major consumer shift towards the, well, not-so-hard stuff. Between 2018 and 2023, sales of non-alcoholic drinks in the top 10 markets grew by 70%, while sales of alcoholic drinks in those same markets grew by just 14%. The same analysis forecasted that sales of no and low-alcohol products in major markets will grow by another 31% this year. That brings us to our bottom line. As advertisers have seen in years past, pouring money into pricey Olympic sponsorship doesn't always pay off. But connecting a non-alcoholic product, something many consumers have picked up for health and fitness reasons, with the best athletes in the world, that seems like a deliberate calculation that AB InBev believes is worthwhile. And peak pals for our big picture. A cold snap sweeps the West Coast. Cold temperatures as low as negative 40 and high winds plunge western Canada into a deep freeze over the weekend. In Alberta, cold temperatures pushed the province's electricity grid to the breaking point, forcing the province's grid operator to issue a warning urging people to conserve power. Taiwanese voters elect a new president. Democratic Progressive Party leader and current vice president Lai Ching-tae won a highly contested Taiwanese election over the weekend. The result was a blow to China, which was widely regarded to prefer the opposition Guomindang candidate. The victory of Lai has stoked fears that Beijing will turn to force to reestablish control of the island. Iceland volcano erupts. For the second time in less than a month, a volcano near the Icelandic town of Grindavik erupted, dispatching streams of lava toward the nearby community. Authorities evacuated the town following a series of earthquakes Sunday morning, just hours before the lava made its way into town, burning at least one home. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com.